Today's podcast is sponsored by Wonderful Pistachios, where delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts out there, and each one-ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. It is no secret how much I love pistachios. I love pistachios. It is part of my identity, and honestly, there are so many fantastic flavors. My personal favorite is the wonderful pistachios no salt. It has a little blue emblem on it for the bag. So delicious. I know others love the roasted and salted, even lightly salted. There's a sweet chili that's good, a salt and pepper. There are so many options, and you can have them in the shell or no shell. Cracking each pistachio open one at a time? Yes, wonderful pistachios is the only exception I make for playing with my food. It is fun and protein all in one bite. Go ahead and visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more or pick up a bag at your local store. Let's get to cracking and let's get to snacking. Welcome to the Fun and Gains Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Lupkin, and let the gains begin. Vinny goes to sleep and it's time to record a podcast. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to the Fun and Games podcast. I am so happy to be here. Happy Wednesday. Before jumping into the episode, we're going to do a super quick weekly recap. So Darian is back in grad school, which means that my life is a little bit chaotic right now, right? And I'm trying to get back on track, kind of like back into a routine because for the past almost month, Darian's been off. So we've just been tag teaming everything, spending a lot of time together, like just relaxing. We, you know, went out of town for the holidays and now it's like, oh, it's just me again. So I'm trying to figure out that solo routine. So it's been a little bit of a learning curve for me, but it's still good. Like staying really, really optimistic and trying to stay in a positive headspace. The weekend before Darian went back to school, the three of us went to, we were planning on going to Legoland And we like missed our time slot and it was closed by the time we got there and we were really bummed out. But then there was a movie theater in this same mall and I have not seen a movie in probably five years. Like I cannot tell you the last time I went to a movie theater. So Darian and I were like, oh my gosh, wouldn't it be kind of fun to take Vinny to his first movie? So we ended up doing that and we took him to sing too. And it was so much fun, you guys. We had like pizza and popcorn and we, I don't even remember what drink we got, but you know, we were just like having a blast and Vinny was just so into like actually watching a full movie, having his snacks, his popcorn, like he was living the dream for a while. And I was like, this is just heaven. It was so much fun. So, you know, it was a good little send off for Darian before his grad school starts again. But you guys, on to this episode. Today is a solo episode, but you know what? I'm really excited about today's episode. I'm actually doing a new beginner series on my YouTube channel, and this next video that's coming out, I was like, you know what? I think that this actually would make for a perfect podcast episode too, because I feel like a lot of us have the gym down, like we're kind of nailing it, right? Like we're going to the gym, we're crushing it, we're starting to get into that routine, but then some of us aren't seeing results. And I remember when I first started my fitness journey, 
I was in that same boat of I am working out. I've been working out for a couple of years and I feel like I'm strong. I feel like I have some muscle, but I'm not seeing any of it. And as soon as I flipped that switch and I really started to focus on nutrition and I became educated, I saw results. And so I'm like, okay, this is a two-part system. Workouts, yes, that is crucial to build those muscles and become stronger. But then on the flip side, if you want to see more of those results, it is down to your nutrition. So nutrition is just as important as those workouts. It's hand in hand and you've got to do them together. So today's episode, it is all about nutrition 101 giving you guys the macros versus micros, just kind of giving you a lot of information and education when it comes to this topic, because I feel like this is something that is not taught to us. I feel like in school, like in our health classes, I feel like really, if you just go further in education, like in college, or you're in the health space, or if you, you know, going into the medical field, you don't really learn too much about anatomy, about how our body processes work. That's just something that's not taught unless if you are seeking that out or studying that in further education. So a lot of that comes down to like nutrition and the breakdown of how the food we eat actually functions and processes in our bodies to be able to give us health and life. And again, I love bringing this back to this is why this is a bigger picture. This is all for the greater good and our health all around is more than just what we look like. Seriously, it is so much more than just what we look like. I feel like that's a stigma that just media puts on. It's like just surface level, but it's so much deeper than that to actually know what's going on in our bodies, why we need fruits, why we need vegetables, why we need these minerals. What do carbs, fat, proteins, what do those even do for us and why is it important? So that's really what I want to break down in this episode. I hope you guys like it. So buckle on in. I want to start with saying education is a key to freedom. I feel like the more that we know and the more that we absorb, the more that we're going to be able to make educated decisions to be able to, you know, not just do things hoping and wishing for results or wishing for things to happen, but when we're actually educated and take a correct approach, we are thus seeing results. So seriously, I cannot promote education enough. I feel like there's a lot of times where we're fearful of certain things and that's because we just don't know the truth. But once you are educated and have that truth, there's so much freedom and light in this. And I feel like that really comes down to food as well. There's a lot of fear in food. And I know that there are a lot of broken relationships with food. So I'm really hoping that wherever you are on your process, on your journey, that you can find some type of education, some type of freedom in this podcast and just maybe want to explore this further to see, okay, food isn't bad. Food is fuel. And what that actually means, what food is fuel, air quotes, actually means for you and for your body and knowing that it's just it's just so much deeper than surface. So let's just go ahead. Let's freaking dive in. I want to start with just explaining, okay, a lot of us hear this like macros versus micros in this fitness space. A lot of people are like, yeah, I'm trying to hit my macros or my the macros for this food item are this. Macros is just shortened for macronutrients. And simply put, there are three categories of nutrients 
you eat the most and that provide you with the most of your energy. And that is your protein, your carbs, and your fats. So when someone is counting their macros, all they're doing is counting the grams of protein, carb, and fat that they are consuming. And when it comes to micronutrients, the term micronutrient just refers to vitamins and minerals. So things that you don't need as much of, but you still need in order for all of our bodies to be able to properly function. And having our bodies properly function and run to its fullest potential is a huge why for me in what I do. And also having Darian B in this healthcare space, we see a lot of medical issues that can be, I'll I'll say not always, but really can be prevented. There are a lot of diseases that can be prevented with a good diet and exercise. And again, that just brings us back to making this about our lifestyles, making this about so much more. It's so much deeper than that. And I know for me, I want to have whys and what's of things. I like to know the exact body's functionalities. I like to know why people say eat more fruits and vegetables. I want to know that why. And I feel like once we become aware and are educated on that topic, we can then internalize it and make actual change. So I'm going to start with micronutrients with these fruits and vegetables. And okay, actually, I'm going to start with the story. Okay, don't hate me. I promise this will make full circle. This is kind of like demonstrating what I'm saying. But okay, Darian and I were just watching The Resident. It's like this doctor type show. It's actually really fun and entertaining. Of course, it's not 100% accurate. Anyways, it is so fun to watch with Darian because he's like, yeah, that never happens because, you know, he works in a hospital and everything. And Darian always loves to guess the diagnosis. And honestly, a lot of times he's really right, which I think is cool. And I'm all like fangirling and like falling all in love over here. I'm like, oh, he like is so smart. He knows what is wrong with the patient. I'm <laughs> I'm so cringe. But anyways, they'll be like X, Y, this, you know, patient has X, Y, and Z. We don't know what it is. And Darian's like yelling at the TV. It's a pulmonary embolism. And then sure enough, in a couple minutes, it's he was right. And I'm like, how do you just know this stuff? Anyways, so there was this guy who had a vitamin deficiency on this last episode we watched. Somebody can be so ill from like being deficient in vitamins that you will have to be hospitalized. And I was so fascinated by this. And it just goes in line with everything that I've been like researching this week for my YouTube video that's coming up. And a vitamin deficiency anema really develops when your body has a shortage of the vitamins needed to produce healthy enough red blood cells. And if you guys don't know what red blood cells do, red blood cells literally carry oxygen from your lungs throughout your body. I know it sounds silly, but genuinely, you guys, like Everything is a moving and working part. The food we eat actually fuels everything down to our red blood cells, which help us simply breathe. And maybe I'm just a nerd with this stuff, but it like gets me so excited to realize like the food I'm putting into my body helps with all these processes. And like I'm actually investing and taking care of myself. It just makes me feel really happy and proud. So I'm like always asking Darian to teach me pathways of the body and everything because it's extremely fascinating to me. So anyways, the point of this story really was just like a example to me, there actually is importance in having vitamins and minerals. Now I'm going to just name some vitamins. I feel like this is interesting, right? We're, we're, on, we're back to vitamins and minerals. We're talking about these micronutrients. I thought it would be really interesting to name vitamins that we need, what they do, and foods to find them in. 
So that way you can associate certain fruits and vegetables with vitamins and minerals that our body actually needs and what foods can help us accomplish that goal. So first and foremost, vitamin A. So vitamin A helps keep your heart, lungs, liver, and other organs working properly. This is also called beta carotene, and it's also important for like a reproductive, vision, immune system, all of that. And basically, you can get vitamin A from carrots, squash, salmon, it's in broccoli, green leafy vegetables, cantaloupe, and a lot of other foods. I'm just naming a few to get the ball rolling and to see that there's a lot of options when it comes to this. Next up is vitamin B, B for Brittany. So there are different essential vitamin Bs and they all help convert carbohydrates, fats, and proteins into energy, which is very important. A lot of B vitamins are also necessary for cell development, growth, and function. So two vitamin Bs that I'm going to talk about are very important and ones that maybe you've heard of before. So vitamin B9 is folate, which is actually extremely crucial for anybody who's pregnant, breastfeeding, or even become or like planning to become pregnant. You're going to need more vitamin Bs, primarily folate. And if you didn't know, folate has been shown to prevent birth defects according to the American Pregnancy Association. So I know normally when you go in for even like your first pregnancy appointment, they're like, make sure you are on a, you know, prenatal because they want to make sure that you're getting that folate in. And something that I just thought was so interesting is folate is in a lot of fruits and vegetables. So you know, part of me, I was like stressed. Oh no, I wasn't taking, you know, a prenatal the first couple weeks, but I'm just looking at the list of foods that also include folate. And I'm like, if we're just eating whole nutrient dense foods, if we're trying to get our fruits and vegetables in, we are getting a lot of these vitamins and minerals that our body naturally needs. Cause I just like think back to the times before there was modern medicine, you know, thousands of years ago, how did these ladies have okay babies? They probably ate more fruits and vegetables. Whereas now, you know, it is great that we have, you know, kind of those supplements or having a prenatal vitamin just to make sure that we're hitting the mark. But I also am thinking, you know, on this earth, we're just given fruits and vegetables to eat that naturally give us what we need if we are actually consuming, you know, what our body naturally wants and needs to be able to function properly. So yeah, I thought that that was super interesting. So some things that have folate in them are broccoli, avocados, spinach, citrus fruit, leafy greens, asparagus, and so much more. It's just cool to see that these minerals are in food where, you know, it's good to have a supplement if you need it, but you can also get all the vitamins you need if you're just eating the rainbow when it comes to fruits and vegetables. The second vitamin B I wanted to talk about was vitamin B12, which plays an essential role in red blood cell formation, cell metabolism, nerve function, and the production of DNA. So, Again, small, minute details that are going on in our bodies that are important. Next up is vitamin C. And I feel like a lot of people know about vitamin C. Like even my like morning serum is a vitamin C serum. So vitamin C is good for, it helps boost the immune system and increases iron absorption. It also aids in wound healing by helping our body produce collagen. So some foods that are rich in vitamin C are broccoli, citrus fruit and juices, strawberries, green peppers, tomatoes, Again, the list can go on. 
Next up is vitamin D. So vitamin D helps build strong bones by helping our body absorb calcium from food and supplements. This is like a huge deal. I don't know. I feel like I'm such a nerd, but I'm like, this is such a big deal. To me, it is a big deal though, because calcium can't get absorbed in the body without vitamin D. And that's like, okay, you actually like need that. Again, I just feel like, I don't know why I feel so lame, but every time I just like am reading this, it's another witness of how important it is that we're all taking care of our bodies because it's such minute details that's going on inside. Another reason why to eat this way. Another reason why I enjoy this. Another reason why I feel so good. Like I love having a reasoning behind it because I just feel so empowered by it. So anyways, back to vitamin D. It also boosts the functioning of the immune system. So foods with vitamin D can include salmon, tuna, egg yolks, mushrooms. Next up is calcium. I feel like we all know a lot about calcium. I feel like when we were young, it was like strong bones is formed by calcium. So like drink your milk. I feel like that was the campaign in like every school cafeteria. I can vividly remember the got milk posters in my elementary school lunchroom, like vividly, like I can just picture I'm holding my lunch tray. I'm going through the line and I'm just looking at the two got milk posters. It's crazy. So yes, while milk does have calcium. I know there's like a lot of vegans out there. There's still other ways to get calcium. I know broccoli is actually pretty high in calcium, which is awesome. And we all know I love broccoli, (laughs) but also kale, collard greens, and then yeah, of course your dairies. So milk, cheese, and yogurt. I think some fortified non-dairy milks, such as like almond milk and soy milk, also still have calcium in there. I think roughly like 99% of calcium in the body is found in the bones and teeth. So that's where it's crucial. Calcium is crucial for all of our structural support. And again, it's like these little things. I, I feel like such a nerd, but I love it. Next up is iron, which is an essential part of building the red blood cells, specifically hemoglobin, a protein that bonds with oxygen to oxygen through the blood from the lungs to your cells throughout your body. So this can be found in meat, seafood, lentils, beans, tofu, you know, if you're vegan, those are some good options, cashews and broccoli. Next up is potassium. So getting enough potassium from your diet can help you maintain healthy nerve function. Honestly, potassium helps your nerves to function and muscles to contract. This can be found in bananas. I feel like that's like when I think of potassium, I think of bananas, but it can also be found in cantaloupe, honeydew, apricots, and again, another important micronutrient. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry a bunch of different stressors. Recently, Darian and I are working through moving, him graduating, taking boards, wrapping up things here in Michigan, and our cross-country move to Florida. Like us, I assume that you also probably have a lot of things that are going on in your life and some stressors, whether they are big or small. And oftentimes we can keep them bottled up and then it can start to affect us negatively. But therapy can be a safe place for you to get things off of your chest and try to work through whatever is weighing you down. 
If you're thinking of starting therapy, go ahead and give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. So just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Brit today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Brit. Skincare from the sea. You got that right. I'm introducing you to the brand Osea. If you have not heard of them yet, this company is called OSEA. It stands for Ocean, Sun, Earth, and Atmosphere, and it is an amazing skincare and body care company. This company is vegan and cruelty-free. They're climate neutral certified and ocean positive. It is a clean beauty company. It checks all of the boxes. I love these products so much. I actually gave some away to some of you for the local event so that you could try them as well. Some of the favorite ones that I use are the body oil and lotion. And then I also love the hyaluronic serum and the ID puff serum. And every time I use them, I feel so luxurious. They also have a few gift sets that are going on for Mother's Day, which is really fun. They have a glow and go facial set and then a golden glow body set. I'm definitely going to get my mom one of these. I just don't know which yet. So go ahead and treat yourself or your mom to the everyday spa experience that you deserve. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code FUNGAINS at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head over to oseamalibu.com and use code FUNGAINS for 10% off. So if you are somebody who kind of struggles getting in your fruits and vegetables, you're not really used to it, they're really gross to you, I just want to say that I understand that and that you are not alone. I know that there's a lot of people that struggle in this boat. So I tried to think of some tips to help you. First of all, just be patient with yourself. It's going to take a bit for your taste buds to get more acclimated to eating different foods. I know that when you're used to eating like super processed foods or, and there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying that. You guys know that. But like when you're eating other foods and you're trying to go to like bland broccoli, like come on now. You're used to eating really nice pizza and you're going to broccoli. It's going to take you a hot minute to be like, okay, yeah, this is good. It's going to take some time to adjust. So give yourself that time and that room and that space to do that and just take it at a pace. But, you know, try to start making that effort. The second thing I'd say is to keep like fruit where you can eat it. You can place several like ready to eat washed fruits around. I like to store my fruit in the fridge or on the counter. And that way when I want a snack, I'm like, okay, this is easy and accessible. Versus like when you have a bag of carrots and they're just like shoved at the bottom of your like ice chest in your fridge or like the apples are still in there like wrapper and they're like in the back of your fridge. It's like, it's harder to eat that because I don't know, just something about like having to take it out and wash it and prep it like that takes so much effort. But if you just like get your strawberries, you rinse them off and you put them in like an open Tupperware in your fridge. That way you can just pop it out and eat them. That is so much easier. So it might take a little bit of time to prep, but it is so worth it. I'd say three is to kind of explore the produce aisle and choose something new. Honestly, just a variety of color is a key to a healthy diet. You want to kind of, they say like eat the rainbow, but that's true. You know, you want your dark green leafy vegetables, your yellow and orange fruits and vegetables, red, 
blue, <laughs> all of them, you know, just try to get a good variety of a bunch of different colors and, you know, take your time, find some fun recipes, slowly ease into it when it comes to that. I would say the last thing is smoothies. On a day where I'm like, ooh, I actually really didn't have too much, too many fruits or vegetables. I, I did a poor job. I'm like, a smoothie is a pretty easy way to fix that. You can just add some fruits and then some spinach, some vegetables, like even a cucumber into your blender, blend it up and drink it. That way, you know, you're kind of getting a snack and usually fruit is pretty sweet for the most part. So, you know, you're getting that like sweet tooth also. So I think that that's a pretty easy way or like adding fruit into cereal, into yogurt, just trying to find a little bit here and there to add that into what you eat and just know it's going to be a slow thing to build upon. And, you know, there's some weeks where I'm like, top notch, I'm on it. And then some days and some weeks where I'm like, oh, you know, I didn't have as much fruits or vegetables as I usually have. So just, you know, always trying to keep in check and doing the best that we can. So that was a small little snippet on micronutrients and what they do to really help our bodies and how to get them. Again, these are micronutrients and, you know, just reading off some fun vitamins and minerals for you guys. I bet that was real fun. You know, for me, it's really interesting. I want to know why I need to eat vitamin K and what it does for my body. I like to know that stuff, but I must be a nerd about this. But you know what? It is what it is, you guys. Okay, moving on to macros. So macros are, I feel like what everybody hears and everybody talks about, it's the protein fat and carb. And you know, let's just start with carbs, okay? Because I feel like carbs get a bad rap, especially when it comes to weight gain. People are always ready to cut out carbs first. And you know what, you guys, our body needs carbohydrates to function well. Carbohydrates are what help give us energy. So there are three main types of carbohydrates. There is sugar, and sugar is like the simplest form of carbohydrate. It naturally occurs in some foods like fruits and vegetables. And then the second one is starch. So starch is a complex carbohydrate, meaning it's made of many sugar units banded together. And like starch occurs naturally in vegetables, grains, cooked dry beans and peas. And then the third is fiber. So fiber is also a complex carbohydrate. It naturally occurs in fruits, vegetables, whole grains. So honestly, fiber, yes, we do love fiber. Fiber is what helps us stay regular, if you know what I mean. If I ever need to go, I swear having an apple just helps regulate my body because that's pretty high in fiber. It's like, let's go. Okay, so when it comes to carbs, they really help provide energy. So carbs are our body's main fuel source. During digestion, sugars and starches are broken down into simple sugars, and then they're absorbed into our bloodstream where they're known as blood sugar or blood glucose. And then from there, glucose enters our body's cells with the help of insulin. Glucose is used by our body for energy and fuels all of our activities. So even if that's like a jog or even breathing, our simple energy to get up to walk to the kitchen, that is what is fueled. And that's kind of the breakdown of how our body actually uses that and, and why that's important. 
something else I want to break down is that carbs are sometimes referred to as simple versus complex or like whole versus refined. I feel like that's kind of like a common thing we hear. And so to break that down, basically whole carbs are minimally processed, have more of the fiber naturally found in the food, while refined carbs have been processed a little bit more and have had the natural fiber removed or changed a little bit. And some examples of whole carbs include oats, which I seriously have oats every single morning for breakfast. That's like my favorite thing. I love them so much. Any whole grains like whole grain bread, um, you've got quinoa, barley, legumes, potatoes, beans. Those are some, you know, whole carbs. And on the other hand, when it comes to like refined carbs, that's kind of like your sugar sweetened beverages, your white bread, pastries, and a lot of other items made with white flour. And of course, more whole grains, whole carbs are better for you all things in moderation. This is not me telling you don't have refined carbs, you know, all things in moderation. I seriously love to have my cookies. I love to bake. There's nothing wrong with that. Again, just be mindful and try to have those whole nutrient-dense foods just as your priority. You can have the other things for fun, but try to have the bulk, the majority of what you eat be from the whole nutrient-dense foods. Next up is protein. You guys already know, you gotta eat protein for the gains, baby. Carbs for the energy, protein for the gains. So the reason why protein is important is every cell in the human body contains protein. The basic structure of a protein is a chain of amino acids. You need your protein in your diet to help your body repair cells and make new ones. So when you're breaking down your muscles in a workout, you need that protein to help restore them, okay? And protein has a lot of roles in our bodies. Not only, you know, does it do the repairing and the building up of our body's tissues, but in addition to providing our body with a structural framework, proteins also maintain a proper pH and fluid balance. They also help our immune system stay strong. They transport and store nutrients and can act as an energy source if needed. You know, honestly, breaking it down again, reasons why our body needs protein. It builds, it helps repair, helps oxygenate, okay? Red blood cells contain a protein compound that carries oxygen throughout the body, which of course helps supply our entire body with the nutrients that it needs, okay? And it helps us digest. So think about it, about half of the dietary protein that we consume each day goes into making enzymes in which those enzymes aid in digesting food and making new cells. Not to mention how protein can help us stay in shape. Like I know a lot of people listening to this, you know, we're all about the gym, we're all about the gains. We know protein is important, but eating high protein foods seriously has so many benefits. Like it can help speed recovery after exercise or an injury. It can help reduce muscle loss, you know, helping us keep the gains, helps us build new muscle, helps us maintain a healthy weight. Most of us already know protein is where it's at. So definitely keep that as a focus. And that's something where I really have been focusing more on that. And I've definitely been able to see an increase in my muscle because I've been prioritizing protein and just trying to have a little bit more of it. It is crazy and it, it's been awesome. Like I can feel when I eat protein sometimes, like my body just needs it. And that might sound crazy, but maybe you're like me. When I eat certain foods, I'm like, oh, that's like exactly what my body needs. Like I feel so much better. I feel so much energized. And like that feeling is like such a high because I'm like, I'm freaking taking care of myself. I live for that. I live for that. Okay, so some sources protein can come from. There's so many different options, but of course, like 
chicken, turkey. I love having chicken breast. I love having ground turkey. You know, you've got beef, you've got fish such as salmon and tuna. Those are two of my all-time favorites as well. And of course, the dairy, milk, and yogurt, even cheese. I am so surprised how protein-packed cheese is. Like, I just didn't think, oh my gosh, like a fourth a cup actually has some type of protein in it. I think that that's really interesting. And then legumes, so you've got like your beans, your lentils, eggs, of course, have a high amount of protein. So, you know, if you're vegetarian, I listed some options for you. If you're vegan, legumes, beans, and lentils, those are great. Chickpeas, those are also a great option. And of course, tofu. I just want to, you know, have my bases covered because I know that there's like a huge audience listening and I know some of you are vegan, some vegetarian, some have dietary restrictions. So I'm trying to give a wide variety of ideas for all of us. Drum roll, please, for the last macronutrient. It is fat. I feel like fat also gets like a weird rap. I've heard the lingo of eating fat makes you fat. Like, I don't know why or where that came from. Like, you actually need healthy fats. They're really good and they really help us feel fuller for longer. So, they're very beneficial. So, like, if you're just eating like meat and veggies, like, you're going to be hungry in a little bit. You've got to have a little bit of fat, a little bit of carbs to help keep you fuller for longer. Longer, you guys. So there are a lot of benefits when it comes to fat. So some good examples of like healthy fats are nuts. So you've got like your nut butters, your peanut butter, you know, they've got sunflower seed butter now if you're allergic to nuts, uh, seeds, avocados. That is such a good healthy fat. I'll be honest, I did not really like avocados growing up, but now I really really like avocados, but it's still like a sometimes thing. Like I know people have avocado toast every morning, Sometimes I'll put it on my egg toast, but man, sometimes I just want the bread and the eggs and the cheese and I don't want an avocado on there, but I do love an avocado. Anyways, anyways, okay. Olive oil, that's a good healthy fat. You know, you cook with that. And um, just to break down fats like a little bit more between like saturated and unsaturated, I'll say like I know saturated fats are the ones that are like solid at room temperature. So it's like butter and um, yogurt. And then unsaturated fat tends to be more liquid at room temperature. So that's found in like vegetable oil, like fish, nuts, that type of thing. So, and there is, of course, one unsaturated fat type in particular, the omega-3 fatty acid that is like the reigning champ and something that like is so crucial to all of us. So omega-3 fatty acids, honestly, Studies have shown it appears to help boost heart health by improving cholesterol levels. It can help reduce blood clotting, reducing irregular heartbeats, and it can even help slightly lower blood pressure. Omega-3 fatty acids are good for your brain too. Like there are a lot of pros when it comes to those. And those are found in like salmon, halibut, chia seeds. It's just good to be mindful of that. Throw in some omega-3 fatty acids, get those in your, your diet. And you guys, that covers all of the micro and macro nutrients that I'm going to be covering in today's podcast episode. Of course, there is still more to this. I just wanted to give an overview of everything, give you guys a little bit more information. Honestly, I just wanted to kind of break this down. Maybe this was boring for you, but I love to just like learn and be 
educated and informed on simple things like this, it makes my reason why so much deeper of like, ultimately, I want to fuel myself with better foods. I want to have a better relationship with food. And I want to know why people are saying to eat certain things. I I like to have it backed by actual research and have an actual why I should be doing something because I've fallen for the trick of somebody saying, yeah, you should do this when it does absolutely nothing and goes against all science. So it's just nice to know the actual scientific breakdown of why we need these things, kind of a very, very simple breakdown of what these do for us. And ultimately, I want you to have a good and healthy relationship with food. You guys know the primary way that I eat, I like to prioritize whole nutrient-dense foods. And that just means that the majority, the bulk of what I eat, like the priority of when I choose food to eat, I try to have it be from whole nutrient-dense foods. So to break that down even more, whole nutrient-dense foods is just food items that are high in nutrients. So these foods are going to contain vitamins, minerals, are going to be like complex carbs, lean protein, healthy fats. Those are just some examples. And specific examples are like fruits, vegetables, whole grain, you've got like lean meats, eggs, beans, nuts, something to even help you maybe understand that a little bit more of when I think of a whole food, I think of a singular item. So a piece of fruit, like an apple is a whole food that is just one single ingredient and it has vitamins, minerals, it has a good source of fiber. That is a whole nutrient dense food, basically a whole food. So a single item that is nutrient dense, so rich in nutrients, rich in what it can provide my body. And while those foods make up the majority of what I eat, I still like to have cookies. You guys know I like to bake. I am not ever saying to cut out a food group for any reason. I really feel that social events and having cookies at night with Darian seriously makes me so happy and brings me so much joy. I just try not to have that be the only thing I'm eating so that I'm still taking care of my body. And I, of course, feel better when I'm eating more healthier foods than just having a diet fully based on cookies. But, you know, they do bring joy and that is part of health is having good mental health. So there is a balance out there for all of us, for us to find and for us to enjoy. It is going to take trial and error and it's just going to take time to figure out what brings you joy and just trying to prioritize and focus on making sure that our body is getting proper nutrients so that we can function properly, especially if you're hitting the gym, like you need to have good fuel and take care of your body so you can get the most out of your workouts. And of course, if you are trying to see results physically, having a good grip on your nutrition is going to also help and excel your results. So yeah, there's a little breakdown of Nutrition 101. I am not a registered dietitian or nutritionist, so I'm just giving out the facts, like no personal advice or anything, just trying to bring awareness and education to why these things are important, why it is important to have a wide variety of foods when we eat and try to prioritize whole nutrient-dense foods, as well as explain what that even means when I say that. So hopefully this was really helpful for you guys. Go ahead and leave a comment on the podcast Instagram, either something that you learned or like a favorite fruit or vegetable, or you can even share a recipe if you want. I would love that. So the podcast Instagram is funandgains.podcast and you guys can leave a rating, a review of this podcast. I freaking love this podcast fam and happy to be able to talk a little bit more on nutrition. And you guys, that is it. I will see you all next week for some more fun and gains. Bye.
You are listening to the Fun and Games podcast with your host, Brittany Lupton. Thanks for listening to another episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast, and we'll see you all next time for some more fun and games. Bye. Transform your home in one weekend with paint from Menards. Get a paint that combines durability and gorgeous color. Dutch Boys DuraClean Interior Paint and Primer in One offers stay clean technology, making your home stay beautiful and clean longer. And with Dutch Boys Easy Opening Smooth Pouring Container, transforming your home has never been easier. Save big money on Dutch Boy paints and head into Menards to get your paint project started today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.